Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. I just want want to get this out of the way. Obviously, we're talking about pitch clock and everything. Um, Right. You feeling like we expect, yeah. So like we expect accountability from these players. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna. I mean, I gotta be accountable. Dallas and and I respect the hell out of this from Dallas because no one else would say it. I've been saying it this entire trip down here. I'm in Fort Myers, Florida, for Red Sox spring training. I've been saying it to Lou Maloney. Anyone who will listen, like I'm kind of getting a little fat. Like I was like, I need to drop some lbs. No one else would say it. No one. I hop on the podcast. We didn't even hit record yet. Dallas is like, you're getting fucking fat, dude. That's why he's, that's why he's a great partner. <laughs> that's why he's a great partner. Because like, in, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I, uh, when I would get skinny, Kirk Minahan would be like, are you, you sick? Like, you, are you, look like you're, you look sickly. And then I'd be like, fuck. Like, I got to get back in the gym. But now I've gone too far on the other end. Yeah. And Dallas is like, you're kind of getting fat. And I'm like, all right. And it makes sense. I haven't I haven't been in the gym all off season between moving. Well, there's just a not having a fucking there's gym. A, there's a fluffy jowl situation going on that's very identifiable. <laughs> and I wanted to No, it's I not it's not in the face. Make, it's not in the face. It's all like my fucking titties are all over the place. Well, my well fucking, let me just I just want to I just want to clarify that I can only see you from roughly the Adam's <laughs> apple up. 
So, so I wasn't. Yeah, but I tweeted pictures yesterday. Based on, that's fine. I don't know that I even. I, no, my I picture, my I face looks fine. My face, my upper body looks jacked, but my stomach is fat. <laughs> like, like fat. According right. to Dallas, your yeah, accountability well, partner, it's yeah. not fine. Yeah, it's, it's fat not as fuck. <laughs> no, I'm not fat right now. My face you is not fat. Your yeah. body. Hey, Jake, Jake, hey, Jake, hey, Jake, you got some fucking cheese and oh, chili fat, on your fat, accountability. Trap, Jake, is my face fat right now? I think you look great. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah, my face is perfectly fine. If you scroll, if I just tilt my my camera down a little bit, you'll be able to see the 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 dipping dots that I was eating for yeah. dinner last night in the hotel here. But Christ, no, I, th- I thank you for that. Box? Yeah, I'm I just, just want to I just want to address I'm, that off the top of the show. I'm here. I'm here to have the tough conversations that other people might shy away from. You know, mm-hmm. that's all. Yeah, That's came all. in a, I mean, like, a bit heavy. Just sure. signed a yeah, massive yeah, yeah. deal. <laughs> that's that's it. that's it. Joe, you know, Joe. That's a great that's a great point. Guy gets comfy, right? Look, and I've Joey. I've talked about this time and time again on this podcast, and this is probably the first time you're going to hear it. But there's two types of players in this game, Joe. There's two types of players. Mm-hmm. All right, a player that gets breaded up and gets even hungrier. Right, he wants more. He's got to be fed. And then there's a guy who gets breaded up and well, he's he's fucking eating all right. But that's <laughs> that's kind of all he does is eat. There's not much else coming on the backside of that breaded yeah. up, except for some some actual yeah. breaded up chicken tenders. And that's what mm-hmm. I, I think. I think we know what kind of player Carabas is now. It happened fast. It really did. <laughs> like I like I told you, I I got the house. I put a podcast studio in there. I've got the media room in there, and there's a gym in there. None of it is done. So, I mean, yeah. I want to put in the work. I just don't have yeah. like the lion doesn't have his cage right now. Like that. Like I want <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've invested in me. I have all the assets. It's it's in motion, but none of it's done yet. So uh, hand up accountable. I may or may not have gotten a little fat this offseason, but mm-hmm. it will be addressed. It will be addressed by, uh, I don't know, the all star break. I, I fucking hope so. I'd hope so because usually guys come into camp ready to rock, and if they do need to shave a few here and there, they've got they've got a few weeks to get that under control. I, I'd hope that by the break, yeah, you've you've trimmed a little trimmed a little backstrap off. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, and this sucks, but the the stairmaster does not come until May. So, well, walking's free. You know what I mean. You could you just walk. You could do that. <laughs> well, you just keep going. Like you walk outside, go left or, or right, and you could, you know what I mean, for as long as you want. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so there's there's ways around it. There's ways around it. Ways I around. mean, I'm You're starting right. to feel like motivation. Motivation could be a small factor in in what mm-hmm. we're encountering here. Again, bread it yeah. up. Maybe looking for seconds. Yeah, I'm going to address it. Yeah. I'm going to address well, it. Hey, <clears throat> it starts. I it hope. starts with the accountability first. And then you kind of just go from there. Um, the pitch clock. <laughs> the pitch clock. <laughs> you got to talk about the pitch clock. Uh, do we love it? Do we hate it? I feel like that uh, question has been so, asked six billion times now. Sure. So I have been, <clears throat> I obviously I'm in, I'm in Arizona. I've been in the dugout for the last two games. Um, I've been talking to guys on the minor league side, talking to guys in big league camp about the pitch clock. And there is, there's a, uh, I think there's, 
a widespread feel. There's guys who don't like the idea of being rushed. There's guys who understand, excuse me, who understand the desire of Major League Baseball trying to speed things up. But they also understand from a competitive standpoint, at least pitchers on the mound, the value in creating rhythm and game flow, which I talk a lot about and what that means for your teammates. And so I think the conversations have been based around, you know, the the step off and the disengagement, uh, how to use the clock to your advantage, or if it's not necessarily an advantage, but how to how to sort of carry the hunter's mentality with the pitch clock as opposed to the hunted mentality where you impose the pitch clock on your opponent as opposed to thinking that you are now a victim of the pitch clock because ultimately you're just not ready. That's what happens is you didn't get the pitch in time, you didn't make a decision in time, whatever it is. But I think overall guys have already started to feel the effect of of the game pace and what's going to be required to compete. And I think it's sort of heightened their senses a little. And I think, uh, you know, I, I know, not I think, I know what I've said will ring true. These are elite athletes, and they will adjust. So you're, <clears throat> I know you're talking to a lot of players. Do you think the players you talk to, the ones who don't like it, are are mostly pitchers or hitters? There's <clears throat> There's some hitters who don't like it, and it's because the same reason that some pitchers don't like it. Their routine, how they prepare themselves mentally, has just quite literally taken a little longer than the time they're being allotted now. And I think about a guy like Mark Canna, who spends a lot of time mentally preparing for each pitch of his at bat, right? There are certain things he does physically to feel, then like a, a just a mental check-in or check out, however you want to view that, and then they lock in. And when you have that truncated or you're asked to abbreviate that, you're now being asked to figure out a different way to get yourself ready to compete at the highest level. Not easy, but it's something that is definitely doable. So I would think, uh, well, not I would think, I would say for the most part, I've heard more issues from the hitters. Hmm. That's what it seems like. Yeah, right? you see, I've definitely uh, heard more like from the hitters. Alonzo, Alonzo coming in, getting freaking sprint to the dugout. Yeah, to get his mind right for like fifteen extra seconds, little little stuff like that. Well, what was the about the other day? I mean, you know, we're gonna see this kind of stuff. The about that started in a one-one count because you have thirty seconds in between outs and in between the throwdown to get right. And if you're not ready to roll, they'll bang you. If you're not in, ready to face the pitcher, actually physically engaged, visually with the pitcher, they're gonna bang you. So neither one of those things happened. The count starts one-one. Like, could you imagine? A tie ball game, right? Guy on second, big at bat. This fucking thing's going to start with a one-one count. What? How did that? <laughs> so it's just going to be little adjustments, little adjustments. But that's what these moments are for—is to work that kind of stuff out. Because you know, and something to remember: there's a human element still being applied here in an effort to remove human elements of the game, which are stalling and trying to go over the Rolodex of scouting reports that I've talked about. Now we have to still wait on the timekeeper, right? You got to wait for the timekeeper to start the clock, the 15 second mark with nobody on or the 20 second clock with somebody on base. So there's still going to be some ironing out, but ultimately 
the pitch clock is doing exactly what it was designed to do and implemented to do. And the the other thing that you have to think about, I've, and I've heard this conversation had, I've seen these remarks made on Twitter. <clears throat> you're not cutting out baseball. You're cutting out dead time. And there's some truth to that, but that is also completely false all at the same time. And what I mean is if I throw a pitch that's 1-1 or I throw my 1-0 pitch and now the count is 1-1, I got a big pitch ahead of me. In a 1-1 count, the conversion count, the most important count in baseball because the average goes up 150 points, the slug goes up almost 200 points, there's some fucking damage to be done if I don't execute this 1-1 pitch and I find myself 2-1. So now I'm going over maybe a swing that I've seen previously in this at bat or previously in this game or maybe in my studies that I've done leading up to this outing. And while I'm trying to recount those things, the clock is ticking. But you might just see me standing there looking in with the ball in my hand while the hitter is standing in the box and you're saying to yourself, hurry the fuck up. Why should you throw the fucking ball? And I'm going, buddy, there's there's roughly fucking 40 grand laying on this pitch right now. I can't I, I can't just fucking rush in. So now you're being asked to mentally put yourself in a different position. So there's going to be some, there's going to be some back and forth, but it's not that they're eliminating dead time because there's still nuance to this game, but they're trying to get everybody ready to compete in a timely fashion. That's what I pictures see the clock. How do you miss it? You know what I mean? How do they see the like, clock? No, not in every stadium. Like on TV, you can't. I'm watching the Sox right now. I guess they're my spring training team. But like, <laughs> I can't see the clock on TV. Yep. And that's, that's something that's, they're, they're going to have to make adjustments in-house, right? They're going to have to try to make the clock visible for pitchers. That's, look, man, everybody's kind of moving on the fly here when it comes to shit like that. But don't you think it became a big deal because the first time it came up in that Padres game, Orcello and was just like, you got to go. Hurry up. They were overselling it so fast. I watched that first inning. I'm like, this is a completely new sport. Well, well, now, like, and look, straight up, in the minor leagues, in the bushes, as we say, what's stopping, what's stopping me from just kind of like you do in basketball, right? The shot clock, it, it starts to go down 10, 9, 8. Well, maybe I start that a little earlier. Maybe from the dugout, you start hearing 4, Three, yeah. two, but you're really at, <clears throat> at eight seconds, seven seconds, and now you start fucking with guys. So wait, so can the pitcher see the clock every every in every stadium? That's, I mean, that's the desire is to have a pitcher. And again, you think right hander coming set, he's got to be able to see it third base line. Left hander coming set, he's got to be able to see it first oh, yeah. base side. Or do they just give you a consistent place behind home plate to look for the clock that? Can't necessarily be the case though, because there's some places that have digital media, digital advertising behind home plate, and there's not room for a clock. So I, I don't know what those conversations are like. I know that there is a there is a meeting, a fairly important meeting tomorrow occurring uh with Major League Baseball, just in terms of, you know, some more rules and things that are getting ironed out, kind of an an attack plan. Um, so we'll, we'll know a little more tomorrow, but, uh, there's, there's a lot, dude, there's a lot that goes into the step off the pitch clock. There's a lot. I've also heard that they're throwing around the idea of making it 20 seconds because 15 seconds does seem 
pretty rushed. Like yesterday, I was uh, I was at like a PFP practice, um, and then some of the relievers I went to see Kenley Jansen and Chris Martin were facing live hitters, and they had the the clocks set up in the infield. And come you, Kenley. You, like if you needed to grab rosin, you're getting a violation. Like if you're like, because I mean it's hot out there. So if you had to stop to wipe the sweat off your forehead, and then you want to go grab the rosin bag, you're doing that at like you're you're trading that experience for a ball. Like it's not possible. Well, it's to be like holy have to make fuck. It's hot out here. Whew, let me now. My hands are wet from the sweat, and now I gotta go grab the rosin bag ball. Like that's there's no way to deliver a pitch in enough time to to do both. No, yeah. So you're you're you gotta you gotta, the two. you gotta make a decision. You gotta make a decision. And that's again, that's part of the ironing out process because I believe this thing started out like fourteen seconds and nineteen seconds in the minor leagues, something like that. And they decided to bump it up. And so whether it stays fifteen or twenty, that might remain to be seen. But the idea of the like I don't it's not going anywhere. There might be some tweaks and adjustments no. to it, but it has served the exact purpose that baseball was looking for. Overall, I mean, like, I don't want to shit on it. Like, I think it's great. Like, I, I, I have enjoyed it. I think it is a welcome change. I think that the... So the, the veteran players that have been complaining about it, uh, that's just a matter of, like, these guys, they're big leaguers. There's egos here. They don't like being told what to do. Like, you know, oh, you're ruining our great game, this and that. But from all the minor leaguers that have come up with this and have used it, they will all tell you, you adjust that the number of, if I could, if I had a dollar for every time that I've heard the word adjust or adjusting or adjustment down here in spring training, that is the word of spring training is adjust. Uh, You got to adjust. We're going to adjust. It's going to take a while to adjust. Got to get out there and adjust. That's what they keep saying. But, the minor leaguers that have have already used the pitch clock, they'll tell you it doesn't take long. You figure it out. Uh, I think obviously when you deal with minor leaguers that are making six seventy five an hour versus these you know thirty million dollar a year big leaguers, they're obviously going to be more whiny about it. But overall, we're talking about professional athletes. I think they will adjust, and when they do. I I've, obviously fans have been complaining and pissing and moaning. Some of them, I, I like a lot of fans have said, this is great. I've seen a lot of media reaction. This is great. Broadcasters in the broadcast booth have all been like, this is fucking awesome. We don't know when we're going to piss yeah. <laughs> during the game, but this is great. No. And then you've got the people well, behind the scenes being like, we don't know when we're going to fit in ad reads, but this is great for the game. It's a better, it's a better product. Overall, I think that that's where all of us will land after a, fir- a full season of this. Be like, that was a better product, more entertaining game because this got introduced. What I think is going to be curious or interesting to watch for in the future is if there's any sort of tinkering or adjustment with this and there isn't that big clamor publicly for any of that tinkering, what that would tell me is that there's a real feeling to the bottom line being cut into without just another half hour worth of concession and merch sale opportunity. And I don't know that that half hour makes such a big difference to folks, but you're thinking, and this has been talked about, right? Beer sales, 
That goes away in the seventh. Is that something that gets extended? Because now game time. I think, it, I think is, someone said in the minors, they made it the eighth inning. After they added the pitch clock. Well, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know how it is now, but I, I'm pretty sure you can kind of do what you'd like when it comes to sell. Like, because I'll tell you right now, when I was in double A playing in fucking Arkansas, buddy, the seventh inning, they didn't stop selling beer. They sold that shit for a dollar. Yeah, Arkansas don't know idea. shit about liability. <laughs> <laughs> Is that they're, a law? They were handing, they were handing people sixteen ounce beers on the way out of the state. Dude, well, they were legitimately the sixteen ounce Fosters, is what they used to sell at the Arkansas Travelers games. Oh, no, that. Yeah, is that a law a- that you can't sell after the seventh, or does that just everyone agrees on it? It's just yeah, like I a universal thing, I guess. Universally, yeah. <clears throat> But uh, so from a fan for, from a fan perspective, pitch clock, no problems. I think there's some folks yeah. that have bitched about the you know like like kind of what we've talked about. I'll, I'll say this: um, watching those first few games on TV as an announcer, I can tell that there's going to be a different pace and a different cadence to the broadcasts because the idea of story time. And how to implement that, how to weave that in, how to foreshadow, how, like, that's going to take a little bit of an adjustment, Jared. Vin Scully would fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, Vin, not too happy about the accelerated clock. No. No. He wouldn't. He would not <laughs> like it at all. Um, Jay, hey. What up, baby? How are you doing? You look... Uh, did you get a haircut? Oh, I mean, a couple pods ago. <laughs> okay. I cleaned up. You look nice. Tighten her up. Maybe it's just the lighting. I'm fat. <laughs> you, missed, you missed the You're open fat? to the show. I'm fat now, yeah. Yeah, see how he's holding his oh, microphone? Man. He's strategically trying to cover his lower jowl now so that you can't well, see jiggle. Listen, you, get, you, you, get no, 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 no. you get that money. You get that bread. You get that bread. You know, that's <laughs> exactly what I full, said. It's exactly a full circle moment. Is, is it really? <laughs> it's it's word for word. I said, you get bread it up. He's had too much. This, bread. Is, this is my karma for, for ending Pablo Sandoval's career. Uh, that's all right. You'll um, bounce back. That's all right. Lord knows with the shit yeah. you can bounce. Good. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was, that was a um, which you can't. Jay, hey, your thoughts on the pitch clock? I'm sure that as the voice of reason here, people people want to hear from you. I'm all in. Uh, I think you guys were talking about you know the the level of clamor for and against fans, media. I've actually been at least I mean, you guys are on the ground, but at least from my social media bird's eye view, I've actually been really pleased at the breakdown of positive versus negative response. It seems like like there's always a percentage of the baseball community that is going to bitch. Like that's just I don't know what it is, but twenty five percent are always going to have a problem with something. It doesn't literally does not matter what it is. Um but I think if you remove that portion, you know, the they're trying to attract new fans, right, in theory, while maintaining the current fans. And I think this does that. It, it doesn't offend my sensibilities. I'm totally on the, the train of thought that 
this, I know it's been said by everybody at this point, but that the time you're losing from these games is fat and it's not baseball necessarily. And, you know, I think we don't have to go that far back in baseball's history to see it as a viewing experience that's much more like what we're seeing right now with the pitch clock than what we saw over the previous 20 years. Um, 70s and 80s. So I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I, I think there there will be kinks and stuff to work out, as there are with all sort uh, all rule changes, and this is a major one. But um, you know, I think we're we're off to a good start, and I think the the sentiment is going to be overwhelmingly positive as people as it kind of fades recedes into the background and just becomes part of the experience. I, I don't think people, <clears throat> which is I th- it might be a good thing or a bad thing, and stop me if you feel like this isn't true. Um, I don't know that people have really come to terms with the idea that our game now has a clock and it's not like a clock in terms of time limit, how long this game is going to go, but there is a clock now in our game that very much so dictates pace of action, decision-making. And that is something that I don't think any of us ever thought was going to happen, saw coming and hand up as we started talking about the idea of implementing a pitch clock, I didn't truly process how or to what level that would impact competition. Because for the life of me, I always wanted to say, fuck you, three hours, four hours, I don't care. A two and a half hour ball game can give me the same beauty that a three and a half hour ball game can give me, just depending on how it's played. Simply how it's played, how it's performed, how that time is filled the action and whatnot, right? So I, I do, I, I find myself more and more every day though, grasping like, buddy, there's a fucking timer in this thing now. Like you gotta, <laughs> you got a clock. It's going to be a great test to, when the World Baseball Classic starts and people's without the pitch clock, mm. like how much it's going to stand out. I'm like, this guy is well, taking fucking forever. It's going to well, you know what it's going to No, that's so true because the minute that we knew that this was going to be a real thing last year. That's what the last month of the season was, was me putting every single pitcher on the clock, every hitter on the clock. And you start talking about that. And now you're going to have an entire WBC unfold worth of games with no clock whatsoever. And then you're going to start the season with a clock. So you're going to have as close of a comparison to what the two styles of the game are like as you're ever going to get. Because we got to wait another three years to get the WBC to roll around again. By the time that happens, they're probably going to adopt the pitch clock. And so this could be the very last time you ever see baseball played the way your father, mother, and uncle saw the game played. Damn, dude. And those games take forever. I was looking into that. And like the last 2017, like the average game in World Baseball Classic was like three and a half hours. Oh, yeah. They were longer than major league games. And you want to know why? Because the height. Foreigners. What? Oh. <laughs> Jesus, Joseph. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking guy. The, the heightened sense of competition. These dudes have to have to fucking win the pitch. Right. Why? Because I got my fucking country on my chest, bro. Well, that's why everything means what it does. So the extended ball games, but again, for me, WBC, I don't care if you told me that Dallas WBC games usually are like six hours long. I'm like outstanding. I'll wake up at noon and I got the day accounted for. Let's fucking roll. Cause I love it. I, I love the, 
I love that. <sighs> Dude, I do keep coming back to that, though. Like, I do keep coming back to, like, in the playoffs. I've heard some players say that. You know, how they get rid of the, the ghost runner in the playoffs. We go back to playing real baseball if they get mm-hmm. rid of the pitch clock in the postseason. It's like that, like getting rid of a ghost runner for the playoffs is wildly different. If you're comparing that to getting rid of the pitch clock for the playoffs, like you're playing an entirely okay, it, it, different it game. Is. So let's let's play. Let's let's run a little exercise here. Why would you decide? to remove the ghost runner in the postseason as opposed to keeping it. I, the owners are like, we don't want to get fucked. I mean, it's the no, owners. No, 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 no. I didn't ask any of that. I asked you specifically to uh-huh. tell me why that would happen. Why, why baseball would say, all right, it's the postseason. <clears throat> everybody agreed to remove the ghost runner and everybody says yes. Why does that happen? I know why, because like no one wants to watch a 16 inning game. Most people, if it's one out of 162 games that don't really matter, but if it's the playoffs, people will. Mm-hmm. And the ghost runner is kind of fluky a little bit. All of that. Joe. More fluky than no more fluky than no ghost runner. But if it's a regular season game, it's, it's because it's because we all know, or I think for the most part, the competitive streak in us says we want this done the right way. And whether it's right or wrong today is your opinion, but you want this to be decided in a fashion you're familiar with, one that doesn't feel cheapened by a new progressive rule addition. You want this thing to just, you know what? I just want to be able to. I want to be able to square up and throw punches and then have a beer with them afterwards. Like that's, that's what taking the ghost runner away does is it gets you back to a place where you're comfortable with however this is going to play out. And you nailed it, Joey. If you mean to tell me the world championship is going to be decided by the last man standing, the last team standing, and that could take however long, but then yeah, I'm fucking all in. But if this is May and you're telling me I got to hunker down, for a four and a half hour piece, I'm out. Fuck that. That's what fans are saying. I'm like out. That. And the the pitch clock is different though, because like, dude, the, the pitch clock is that's the postseason is when you need it the most. It's like when the most casual fans are watching, when the most eyes are on it, when you want it to like be fast and the most entertaining. So that would I gotta be the worst. say, I got I gotta say though, like when it takes a long time to deliver a pitch in the postseason, I feel like the anxiety and the 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 tension are increasing. I don't feel that way in like ninety eight percent of the instances during the regular right. season, and like that's why I think it bothers me less because I'm like I, I don't know maybe maybe this is just too subjective to really mean anything, but it does it just feels like I, I'm riding with it in the postseason in a way that. I'm not in the regular season and I'm like, let's hurry so, the fuck up. So like Jay, let's use your boy. Let's use your boy Karen Chick as an example. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I want to watch him throw a mini bullpen on the mound, flipping that fucking ball up and fucking up? God damn it. Stop it and fucking throw the ball. <laughs> but should it be October? And he's staring down, I don't know, fucking Tim Anderson, whatever. And this like and he and we it counts one, two. 
and we know that fucking inverted curveball's coming. We know that fucking power bender's coming. And he's just sitting there and he's gone through his fucking hair. And now he's flipping that fucking ball. And with every flip of that baseball, you're going, here it fucking comes. Here it fucking comes. Here it fucking comes. And then he comes set and he fucking buries it. He gets the swing and miss. And you're like, yeah. And he's taking you on that. I'm ride. sort of disagree. For sure. And I, I that is I'm all in on that. I, I'm going to kind of disagree with myself, though, and go and go back to something that Joey was alluding to about the postseason when the most new eyes are on it. What I would fear in that scenario, though, is that the baseball media sees games that are now going 20, 30 minutes, some 40 minutes longer than they were during the regular season. And that's then going to become the dominant conversation surround because you know how this works like the, they get their teeth into it and it's that's what we're going to talk about after the end of every single fucking postseason game that that finished at a time above the regular season standards well, well so, then you know what then i, I would put the onus yep. on it, individuals who have earned the platform to be able to explain to fans why you're seeing what you're seeing if you're a fan of the game and you have a true gripe with what's going on then i would hope you would be open to learning and maybe listening to some reasons behind some of the perceived delays in the game or the reasons why this postseason game has taken longer. I would hope they would be open to, to hearing again, what I'm talking about and the weight and the magnitude of each pitch and each situation and the thought process that occurs between the first pitch of the game thrown and the second pitch of the game thrown. If I throw this pitch and now I've got a runner on base, do folks understand that the entire thought process changes? Defensive positioning, pitch selection, like there's a lot. And there's only been one runner added to the bases. So, uh, and I think for the most part, fans would. But yeah, that's a, that's another great point. That is interesting. Like if you look at the the conversation it's like fans are kind of split on this i think most of them like it but a lot of them are talking shit about the rule every single like journalist or writer is like balls deep in this rule they fucking love it well they love it they, joey because it's got them out of the ballpark in two yeah. and a half hours two hours or 45 minutes and they can hit a deadline like i'm being that's that's straight up yeah. i don't know if a writer would ever just say that to you i think they would but they have a hell of a lot more time to get the story in and to get the deadline i yeah, I love how we're still using like the newspaper deadline yeah. concept is like these guys got to get their story. And what, what actually is happening is that they want to go get a fucking cocktail or they want to go to yep. dinner or they want to go toes up or they want to get on the flight to get the fuck out of where they are to go back yep. to their home. Like that's what's really yep. happening here. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, they're all in for you're right about the reasoning. Yes, thousand percent. We got you hear me? Better now. This fucking Better microphone now. sucks. It's I hate a doing bit. podcasts in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty mic. The fucking barstool mic. Uh, use, use two hands. It's better if you use, use two hands. Like this. <laughs> Internet's working. Internet's working. Uh, <laughs> I did a poll. I said, baseball fans, where are we at on the pitch clock? 40% said love it. Oh, 24% wow. said hate it. Okay. 36% said needs to be a longer. Undecided. Needs to be longer. Okay. And I think uh, two out of three of those are correct. I like it. And it could be a little longer. That's probably the biased pitcher in me saying, give me, give me just another second. 
because that's the conversation that we had today is, hey, trying to decide like when you're getting the ball back, where you're getting the ball back, like all of this stuff now comes into play. And to be fair, all the fans, most fans, even not fans who aren't even casual, the only time they've seen the pitch clock have been the viral moments where people have gotten called on it. The Red Sox mm-hmm. screwing over the Braves on a bullshit pitch call. Oh, chill. You well, know, chill, like they've dude. only seen it in these worse contexts. Well, the 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 well, that's because that's what everybody's feared is a game ending scenario. Yeah. And that's what fucking <laughs> happened. So people are like, well, this is what we didn't want to happen, and it just happened. So fuck. But yeah, no one's well watched may- the full spring training game. So. Yeah, that very well may be the last time that happens. But like like I said y- yesterday, we had a uh we had a a shift violation in the game. Infielder Ooh. started infielder started with his feet on the grass. Like what? Oh, hold on, cheater! You, you can feel that, right? You can feel that. Let's get back on the dirt. Feel the crunch. I saw. I want to know who's you. watching all, every infielder. Umpires. That is true. I'm watching, dude. I'm watching <clears throat> but the umpire. Watching like the if umpire you're a home plate umpire, then your job, <clears throat> your job is to make okay. sure that the catcher is in by nine seconds. The batter is in the box looking at the pitcher by eight seconds. And then the pitcher has to deliver a pitch by 15 seconds. And then you also have to accurately call ball or strike. Correct. <laughs> your job in just intervals of 15 a lot seconds. harder. Yeah. Like yeah. home plate like umpire, I, I, he's I, got I, shit to do. Yeah, I was on <laughs> I I was on uh, I was on the Gojo pod yesterday. Shout out Gojo, DK Brethren. And uh that's that's exactly what I was talking about was how much responsibility is now on the plate of these umpires. And I I I try to remind fans that they are human. I mean, you know, don't tell anybody else that I said that, but they're human. They bleed umpires. They count as as people. And they got a lot of shit to worry about and concern themselves with now a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Now it makes sense. They all retired because of this. Like, I didn't put that together. Oh it's yeah. Definitely. The, oh, come on. You know how many of them were like, hold on. You want me to, we've got it. Mm, no, I'm good. Pension check. Yeah. See ya. We're out to the house. Yeah. It is crazy. The, what they have to put up with now. And we saw, <laughs> we saw in the Orioles pirates game today that they were just like, fuck it. We're going home. And uh, the uh, the Orioles and the do you see this Dallas? No, I was I was on the field. So the game was over. Officially, it was over. (laughs) Oh Jesus! Uh, But I haven't even looked at my fucking phone today. Like, yeah. So the Orioles and the Pirates were playing. Officially, the game was over, but they wanted to play the bottom of the ninth. And the umpires are like, "That's nice." And then they they left. And then the Orioles and Pirates (laughs) finished the game with no umpires and the, the pirates broadcasters were calling balls and strikes from the booth. That is fucking epic. That yeah. is epic. Oh yeah. my God. So I who did know. they have? Who did they have umpire? I mean, obviously the, it's usually just coaches or the catcher. No, there was no one. The, I, I think it's just the catcher that was actually calling, but, uh, the, yeah, that's, the, yeah, one of the yeah one of the pirates broadcasters was just like ball, <laughs> <laughs> and did they and they televised the last, Correct. the last half of the inning, yeah. Oh God bless them all. God bless <laughs> yeah. every one of those people in charge of making that decision. 
Thank yeah. you so much. I'm going to watch. I want to watch that half inning in its entirety. Oh, oh my God. That is so beautiful. That yeah. is so beautiful. Your that's great. I mean, that's a uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You, uh, uh, how'd that game turn out? Well, I, I, what was it like seven to four or something? <laughs> Wait, nobody watched. Like the, no one watched. No one nobody watched, watched the, the Pirates Orioles spring training game. I don't have a final clip. score. <laughs> um, you have any uh, <clears throat> you have anything you want to <clears throat> thank me for, Dallas? Um, no, just acknowledging that I'm willing to hold you accountable. I guess is there? No, that's all. That's no, no, no. Aside no, from no. that. No, nothing. No, I don't. Nothing, nothing, nothing on nothing on the subject of the Pittsburgh Pirates. No, no. I think we're all okay. we're all buttoned up here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. Yeah, it's good. The right. Pirates. The Pirates are a gift that keeps on giving to me. You know, mm-hmm. the Pirates are. Yeah. The pirates okay. are and Ellen. Pirates and Ellen. Because if yeah. if if me. If me now owning a pirate's jersey is what you were alluding to, we know who mm. put that in the mail. It was not you. And so I fucking, the thanks would go. I bought it and had it sent to you. It has to, nothing to do with my mom. She had to, nothing to, to do Ellen. with that. It has everything. Nothing well, to do with that. Okay. I can't even. I, I mean, I don't believe. Jay, hey, Jay, hey, this motherfucker for. Yo. God knows how long this microphone sucks. Um, has been pissing and moaning about having an O'Neill Cruz jersey. Made up a bet that never took place, and was like, <laughs> "Yep, he owes me an O'Neill Cruz jersey." Like for no for no reason. Like I I didn't lose a bet. No I didn't say I was gonna do. It's not a punishment. He just like kept repeating. So he conditioned the audience to think that I was like skimping out on a bet. Which just quite like the bet never existed. <laughs> and then I finally just sent him the fucking O'Neill Cruz jersey so he would shut the fuck up. Not even a, not even an, an acknowledgement on the podcast. Not even an acknowledgement. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> like I didn't Did you put him in a pirate's jersey or did we get a, did we get ahead of things already? They, like they no, no. there was that was like a social experiment. Like if you just keep telling someone that they owe you something, but they actually don't, if you keep doing it over and over yeah. and over again, eventually they'll just do it. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I'm going to put that into play starting tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's because eventually it's it was, like, it was a, go ahead, go ahead. Continue your fucking, present. it was a birthday present. Oh, it was That's a nice. birthday present. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joey, you remember Joe, right? You remember? Yeah, man. See? (laughs) You remember? (laughs) You're way off. This fucking guy. Unbelievable. But I do do thank you. I do thank you. Happy belated birthday to me. Well, yeah, you also said you can get me one too. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's that's where the conversation started. And so Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dallas gets an O'Neill Cruise jersey. Joey gets uh o'neill cruise jersey <laughs> it was okay that's, it was a double down and it yeah it just didn't happen <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for dallas's birthday we all we all just get something <laughs> we all we all get gifts on dallas's birthday that's right oh, okay. i need an o'neill cruise jersey and a fucking case of moon <laughs>
That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you really do. Because spring training's here, which means baseball's finally back, and Blue Moon gives you a dose of ballpark nostalgia to get you excited for the baseball season. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. Its bold-flavored, bright explosion of color and iconic orange slice ritual guarantees a one-of-a-kind beer experience every single time. Perfect for spring weather. Mm. Had some uh, nothing but Blue Moons, actually, since I got down here to Fort Myers, Florida. I got to see a former teammate of mine, Latroy Hawkins, 21 oh. <laughs> big league seasons, former teammate of mine, hit him up. He's with the Minnesota Twins now. LT. Uh, I was uh, very excited to see him. Um, Pablo uh, Lopez. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we were like, hey, remember that game that we played in where the other team walked off in the top of the ninth? <laughs> <laughs> see, it asked you a 21 year bet. Never been a part of a game like that. Never seen it. Never yep. seen it. Uh, right. Pablo Lopez was uh, in the wrong dugout. I, I was sitting in the Red Sox dugout before the game, and he's like hanging on the top, like doing stretches. And I was like, "Bro, when Twins are over there," and he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it was the start of the game. Um, yeah, love that. Uh, but been sucking down those blue moons since we got boots on the ground here and. Uh, good old Fort Myers, Florida. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted, full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one-of-a-kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. <clears throat> Bring the ballpark to you. For spring training, Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale is one of a kind every time. Get Blue Moon delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, um, I would like to, before we get into anything else, because just simply yeah. because I was present for this, um, and this is just a little like tidbit of the experience of like the direction I see baseball going and guys that I see responsible for it. Obviously, Otani, a massive, massive factor in uh, the future growth of our <clears throat> game. But today something really happened or something cool really happened. and. That's uh, Shohei Otani and his halos were squaring off against my green and gold. And what's really cool about that is, look, cross your fingers, close your eyes, went real hard. This could be, maybe, might be, potentially an opening day matchup of Shintaro Fujinami and Shohei Otani, two former first round draft picks in the same draft and depending on who you talk to and which articles you might read at one point in time the upside scale may or may not have been tipping 
in the favor of one Fuji. And that's not that's oh not <laughs> that's not me saying that. These are folks very familiar with the young amateur careers of these two individuals. But um obviously the respect paid for uh by you know by each by each guy the fellow countrymen watching him warm up though you know Shohei he's got the fans following him wherever he goes regardless but just as many fans pumped and excited and just for the whole idea of watching Fuji and Shohei same bullpen uh cuz the bullpens at home are you know kind of stacked and there's Shohei just above him Fuji just below him and just watching them work, watching them throw at the same time and watching them go about their business, the routines, very similar. Um, so it was just a, it was really cool. And to watch all of, there was a shit ton, shit ton and tip of the cap to the fans in Mesa today, because every body, like every physical being that was on the front rail of the bullpen today was a little fan. A little boy, a little girl leaning over or peeking through watching Shohei and watching Fuji get their work in and get ready for the game. And it was just a it was a, a cool moment and it was a palpable moment to the point where guys in the dugout were talking about that, fans talked about that. So um and I just kind of thought to myself, it brought me back to the Stephen A. Smith comment about how <laughs> Shohei Otani can't be the fucking what athlete of the year or whatever he was because he doesn't speak English or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I just had some pretty awesome conversations about the game of baseball and it's two international, uh, international players, one international superstar megastar that is responsible for the feeling and the conversation that we're having today. So just, just a really cool moment altogether. Speaking of Shohei Otani, <clears throat> uh, Bob Nightingale had a tweet in the yeah, wake. Yeah, he did. Of the, <laughs> Bob Nightingale had a tweet. Bob Nightingale hey. had a tweet in the wake of the Manny Machado extension. <clears throat> and I even thought about, about QT in this thing. Yeah, but I, 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 I didn't. Yeah, please don't. The San Diego Padres <laughs> are just getting started. In nine months... They will be in a strong pursuit of free agent Shohei Otani. In the next two years, they will try to sign Juan Soto to a contract before he hits free agency. Um, and then Hector Gomez said, as I reported a few days ago, the Padres will do everything that they can to offer Juan Soto a lucrative contract extension that will be even more than the one that they just gave to Manny Machado. So with the Machado extension, the Padres have spent $860 million uh this off season um which that's a lot of money a lot of people saying hey where the where the fuck they get all that money um passing went on rich eisen's show and he was just like this is just what is what it looks like when you have an owner that is hell-bent on winning a championship because they're gonna take a yeah. financial loss or at least that's what rob manfred's saying there's plenty of people that are like they're not gonna take, take a loss I, I they're probably gonna take a loss <laughs> at, no, the, at only, the, money the only the only expense I mean, Peter Seidler has discovered vibranium. That's really the only, the only like logical, like he, he don't give a fuck. He don't care. Could, could you imagine what that, what that starts to look like? Oh, what are the, 
I, I checked yesterday. Jay, hey, uh, you would maybe know this off the top of your head. Refresh me if I'm wrong, if you know. I believe the Padres are uh, slated to win 93 games and the Dodgers 87, somewhere around there. Is that correct? And if that's the 87. case, I hadn't seen the last time I'd looked, it was it was like 90, 90. I don't know if I, maybe the Gavin Lux thing is. Uh, uh, I looked I thought I looked at it yesterday. Like I said, I could be fucking completely. But I looked. Yeah, I mean, it was very close. It's closer than it, it was. It has been in years. I mean, since the entire Dodgers run, really. <clears throat> But could also, you imagine? I, I think I looked what, at the the DraftKings sports book earlier today, and for the World Series odds, it was Mets Dodgers. Like I didn't see the Padres having better World <laughs> Series odds than the Padres. The Do- what did I just fucking say? The Padres what? don't have you better World Mets Series pa- odds than the Dodgers, but the Mets have the best. Yeah, they're the champions. I already said it. I already tweeted that out. That's one. What did you tweet? The Mets. You did. They're my champions. Yeah. I predicted the Mets. I've seen enough. They're looking yeah, that's sharp. exactly what the tweet says, right? Yeah. I've seen enough. The Mets are your 2023 <laughs> World Series. <laughs> Bigger bases, no shift, or just hitting singles, like striking. Like they're good. They're the best team. I mean, y- you know what else? Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander. Do you think that there was a conversation at all like, hey, let's finish what we started in terms of pursuing the championship together? Like, I don't know how close of friends they are. I don't know if they're homies. They fucking hate each other. You you didn't see that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they're tight. No, they I think um, there were shots of them walking together now that they're on the same team now and they're both fucking 45 years old. But when they were together with the Tigers, that was the word on the street was that there was beef. But it wasn't like uh, it was more like whose dick is bigger beef. Well, yeah, especially at that point in your career, like, you know, like we're we're on we're on this trajectory side by side. And if we don't like each other or if we have any sort of. Yeah. Well, if you had to guess, what who do you think? Uh, If if I had to guess. uh, I, I would think that they're Verla- not. Well, we've man. seen Verlanders, so we just have to guess about Scherzer. <laughs> what do you? T- what, what was the question? I think they're both. I, I'm. I think what they're both you? average. Dallas, what the fuck you, are we talking about, right? You didn't see the the pictures. It's a federal crime, but they're out there. Verlander. Oh, I didn't see the pictures. I'm just. I'm guessing about the average I've seen thing. Him. Is he actually average? I don't know. Joey, tell tell him about Verlander. Right Peace. Now. You never saw the well, pictures I mean, of him and, and his his <laughs> wife. No. Damn. That gosh. what? This was I mean, no, this was a probably really. a number of years something? ago at this point. Yes. Are you kidding me? I mean he tweeted out of oh man, never mind. <laughs> I mean that that probably didn't make it past the uh the parental lock my mom puts on my phone. I guess that's probably what it was. Yeah, there is a there Oh is no, you got to download files. You got to dig deep, bro. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, on, it's on the dark web. It's out there. You never saw the picture of Justin Verlander like in his fucking his shirtless picture of him in jeans like taking a mirror selfie like this. That was like part of like the the leak. No, I saw that one. Okay, oh, that that was yeah, part I saw- of it. Oh. Okay. That, well, swiping. that's the only one I that I saw. Then yeah. I didn't see. I didn't know there was more there. That's the only I one that's yeah, allowed sure on the internet. Hog. Yeah, there, that's a. <laughs> that's the only one that's allowed on the internet. 
because the rest of them were uh, were deleted. We're not safe for work. <laughs> None of them were safe for work. There was one of like a whole ass just looking like a fucking snack. <laughs> it looked like a fucking it looked like a like a yogurt machine was out of control. <laughs> <laughs> It's tough to roast him when he's just taking nudes with Kate Upton, though. Like, look at this piece of shit. Like, what no, I, I have nothing bad to say about it. I'm just saying that I saw it. Like, I've seen the piece. Like, we just got to know is Max Scherzer above or below? <laughs> wow. That's the question, man. And that's, we don't know. That's a good sit down interview question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get them both together. You for should the first leave time. With that. You're like, all right. Like, drop it. All right. <laughs> who's got the master hog yeah so maybe that's why I, I mean i don't know maybe I mean, that's why correa failed all those physicals <laughs> maybe that'll end up being the tiebreaker between verlander scherzer and kershaw for like best pitcher of the generation they'll just be like <laughs> all right the stats are close mm-hmm. who's got the bigger dick <laughs> who's, let's see who's, how got, the <laughs> who's got the hog <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe these pictures were out there like yeah i, I don't know where i was Dallas, come on! You a baseball guy not or not? Looking at them. You're not a real I mean, baseball guy totally unless fine. you've seen a, a JV unless I'm hunt, fucking, fucking unless I'm nut. baseball player dick pics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, that was uh, it's just something that never made it made it across my desk. Baseball <laughs> player dick, dick pics, they're out there, man. <laughs> I told you that story. There's uh, there was some girl that. She she like was in the DMs. She was like, "Hey, so and so sent me a dick pic. Do you want to see it?" And I was like, "I'll take a look at that thing." <laughs> she, she she wanted she wanted it published. I was like, "That's illegal," but I'll take a look at it. I want to see I want to see what he's working with. <laughs> he's been on the podcast before. I was like, "Let me see that fucking thing." <laughs> I can't believe you did Kirkton like that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! Does he? Does he? Does this person know that you? Tim. Um. Timmy you, three light. Timmy I don't know. Light. I don't know if he it? knows, have but you... <laughs> we definitely have a relationship where I could tell him that, and he would think it's funny. Oh, oh, that's great. Well, look. All right, I'm going to do you a favor, and I'm going to tell you to stop right there because yeah, I'm not going to say. Promise else. you, there's people. There, no, there's people. Yeah, us speculating on on dicks is going to get <laughs> no. I mean, dicey. I don't. I'm just going to start naming people <laughs> because people yeah. are already evaluating your relationships with players, and they're they're, I've got they're good putting together a list with a right lot now. of guys. Put it, put it this put, way. Put it this way. I, I, I got a lot of good relationships with players. I got a lot of good relationships with players. They all I can have put hundred dollars on the fact they all got one. <laughs> all of them. Yo, I would put a hundred dollars on the fact that I can guess who's. Whose dick pic yeah. we're talking about? Well, no, we're not going to do it. <laughs> we're not going to do it. See, see, Jay, this is just getting closer. Like, if you were going to say a name, what name would it be? We don't want to do that. But if, you were, <laughs> if if I had committed that crime, um, if I had. Uh, yeah, just 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 stop. <laughs> um, <clears throat> speaking of big dicks, Manny Machado. Big extension. Mm, mm. Burn it uh, up, did, chicken titties. Did you see this coming? Because I was uh, absolutely I was in the Red Sox clubhouse, and one of the media relations people, they were like, 
did you see like the did you see the thing about Manny? And I thought he was talking about Ramirez. I was like, what about Manny? He's like, no, 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 Machado. And I was like, what about him? He's like, just got paid. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? You look at it. I was surprised. My first takeaway after hearing him speak on the last episode, we ran the audio. I'm not uh, home, so I can't run it again if you missed that. Uh, it sounded like he was out. It sounded like I'm going to nope. opt out. And when I do, I know that you're not going to be the top bidder for my services. But I mean, the Padres just. Like you want to talk about WWE selling to the Saudis, it sounds like they were pivoted to the San Diego Padres. They were like, you know what, Vince, we got a better business <laughs> yeah. venture. It's called the San Diego Padres, and they just have yeah, an we unlimited got- <laughs> well of money. <laughs> we've got Live Golf, and we've got the Friars, the Saudi Arabia Padres. Is that what you just called them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Saudi Arabia Padres. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Saudi Arabia yeah. Padres. I like like I, I don't yeah, that's uh where fuck, dude. I absolutely Isn't it bizarre? Isn't it bizarre though that Steve Cohen gets all this publicity for spending? No one even knows the Padres owner's name. Peter Seidler, I said it earlier. Well, you know Yeah, but it. you're you well, should I know, know it because it. he's but I I no 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 I know it for a reason that you should know if it you that you should know it and that you should know it because this fucking fans. guy has spent a billion fucking dollars in the people, last year people on his would identify team. him people would identify him as the Steve Cohen of the West Coast before they knew his his government name Yes uh I I think people would uh you know the name. I'm not telling you that you're going to pick him out of a fucking lineup. Like, you know, like he's not. I'm telling you, you don't know I, I, if you polled 100 baseball fans, maybe I, I'm taking the under on 15 that know his name. 100 baseball fans. If you went to um, where's the all-star game? Seattle. Maybe they eh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If we want where where is there more like a, a I guess a collection of like neutral not neutral, but like a mix of baseball fans. It's probably fucking Arizona spring training. If I I'll do it. I'll do it next uh in two weeks. I'll be in Arizona. I'll go to mm-hmm. some sort of spring training game and be like, I'm I'm gonna ask a hundred fans. Do you know the the owner of the San Diego Padres? Yeah. No chance. I I, I guarantee you it's I'll take the under on fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a safe bet. I think that's a safe so, bet. But but everyone knows Steve Cohen because he has a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, because Uncle, you should ask that same. You should ask the same sample of people, the Mets owner too, because I would actually be. I, I think it's going to be a lower percentage of people who know can name the Mets owner than you think. At spring training. I guess it's not lower. You're going to get people, but I think it's going to be. Camp, you're going to get people that go like NL this. Camp. They go, oh, it's it's. It's that guy. It's oh, oh, I know his name. It's it's. They're gonna say that yeah. about the Mets guy, and then when you ask them about the Padres owner, they're gonna go, "Oh, I have no idea." Yeah, it's gonna be complete yeah, blank yeah. face. For they're sure. gonna say but, the Saudi prince. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oil can Boyd. <laughs> yeah. They'll yeah. just assume it's Steve Ballmer too. <laughs> the Saudi Diego Padres. It's crazy. They have spent that's so much money, but 
But this is exactly what Manny needed to do. That's what I said last podcast when we talked like, hey, dude, come on. Yeah, that's what you got to say. That's why you say that is to sure. let it be known. It's good let it be play. known. Like, this is how this is going to play out. Absolutely. And he did it. And, and we had right the conversation the last episode. That's the guy that you can't let go. Well, you heard Bo Mel. Bo, and I mean, look, I've <laughs> we've talked about this. Like the the conversation that Manny had with Fernando Tatis was the only he was the only guy that was going to be able to have that kind of conversation with him. We've heard what Fernando Tatis has said about Manny Machado and what he's meant to him specifically. So if you're the Padres and you've just put all of this money into this guy, you yourself are struggling. Let's just call it what it is struggling to connect with this player to the point where some of these decisions that he's making go away. Like he's still not doing that or wasn't doing that to an extent. So you feel like, look, if the maturation process is going to take place here, we've clearly invested in this individual. And the only other guy that seems to be able to get through to this guy in any capacity happens to be our best fucking player and happens to be a guy that we could probably keep around for the next eight to 10 years or so if we were interested. So why not invest in our ball club and invest in the player, which is how you could kind of look at this from a Padre ownership perspective. You've invested more in Tatis, you've invested in your team, and you've paid off the guy who's ultimately, in your mind, responsible for how this machine goes. And that's Manny. And he did, like I said, precisely what you would want to do knowing that you had really you had five aces in your hand because you knew I, the relationship you, you knew all of it i haven't asked you this in a while dallas <clears throat> but i have to ask you this now do you have the balls dallas no do you have oh. the fucking balls to say Juan Soto's contract starts with a six. No, no, God, no, no, no chance, no chance. And I'm and, and look, I don't know I'll, if it's I'll, no I'll chance. I don't know if it's no chance. I'll say this: I'll go under on five because Juan under Soto's on got to get five. Yep. There, yep. I think Otani's going to be the one to hit the five. Who's to say, who's to say that Juan Soto's around for that to be the case? There's a chance that, I mean, is there, is there is any, is, fucking, what I'm saying is, well, because we talked about Juan Soto, mean? Nightingale, we talked about, well, we talked <laughs> about Nightingale, no, Nightingale yeah. saying that the, the Saudis the are going to get predicting it right now. <laughs> if, if he doesn't agree to an extension with, with the Padres, the Saudis are going to kidnap him. Will you two shut the fuck up? <laughs> He is not, could he not be there because the Nightingale tweet about them trying to lock up Soto and going after Otani. So I don't know how quickly this could happen, but Jesus is there a world we live in? Is there a world we live in where Juan Soto's and a halo and Shohei Otani's no. a friar? No. Before that ever has no. to be a thing? No, that's a dumb no. no. Why? So like our our depression levels can like even out so that we can like <laughs> yeah. not get as excited as we want to. Cause now Juan Soto's stuck He's in that stuck wasteland in instead of Shohei. I'm Otani. just, I'm just yeah. saying, how are no. we getting, like, that was the first thing I thought about when Nightingale tweeted that out. I was like, what, how does this happen? 
Like, unless Juan Soto's not there for that to happen. Do you think that them signing Manny helps their chances to get Otani? It doesn't hurt your chance. As to get, far as I know, he's uh, not Japanese. Soto or Otani. Neither are Japanese, no. Because you can't spend that much? No. That, not, I, think, not I, I think that... Uh, they were talking about that too, but I think it was, yeah, I think it was passing talking about the Manny Machado extension saying, or no, it was on LB network. Um, you're putting these guys in place so that, you know, for, for the rest of my career, I'm going to have a chance to win a championship. And we keep referring to it, but Shohei Otani's little checklist of these are all the things I want to accomplish. He wants to win multiple championships. And I would ask you, is there another team right now in Major League Baseball that can look you in the eye and say, hey, we're built to win multiple championships over the, the window of your remaining playing career, which is the he's going to be Braves. what? Uh, he's 29. So he'll play out his 20, age 29 season and hit free agency as a, as a 30-year-old. So 30 yeah. through 40, he's going to end I, up... I'm, uh, I'm not wrong telling you the Atlanta Braves are another team that could say that to Shohei Otani and take themselves seriously. Yeah, I think They're the Astros still could as well. Million dollars, though. No, 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 no. no I'm but just saying definitely hypothetically, two teams I think that could they have say the talent him. in place to be Right, but I'm that. saying sure. a team that can tell you that and also afford Shohei Otani. It's a very oh. short list. Well, again, yeah, the Atlanta... I think it depends on what you think of the Dodgers prospects over yeah, the next half Yeah, what their, what their development looks like. But again, because otherwise, I think you're, you're basically you're correct that every other every other team that can afford him is more veteran leaning than the Padres core, right? Who are all kind of in their primes uh, or or if they're a team that's not like that, like the Atlanta Braves, they're not going to spend five hundred million dollars to land show. But if there's a team that could, regardless of whether they would or not, wouldn't the Atlanta Braves be near the top of that list in that conversation sure. because yeah. of yes. the discount they have on their entire fucking roster? Like, like that's how I feel. Like their yeah, entire I, big league roster is at a discount when you look at it. it like you do the math. That's that's a lot of team friendly. Joey, correct me if I'm wrong though. That's lib- that's a Liberty Media owned team, right? Mm-hmm. Though, so like they don't have necessarily that, that freedom to just, that like go off half cocked single owner gotcha. sort yeah. of pillar that you know a peter seidler or steve cohen can do like i think it's more of a bottom line issue uh for that team which is why they spend the way they spend but yeah i mean let's just get get the the atlanta uh, braves atlanta braves are they still turner he just said no they're owned by a company liberty Liberty media Media group he just said so we just need to get the brass for liberty media we'll take them out yeah we'll we'll take them out to dinner and just get them to understand what what a show could mean to them (laughs) I don't need Shohei in it. Maybe, I, don't, I don't need him. I'm not Honestly, interested. I wouldn't want that. I, my emotions, I would just be too much. Like, I, can't, I can't love if like, oh, I love Shohei. I love the Braves, but together just be too oh much. Stakes, like, you know, like he gives up a hit. It's like, ah, the estimated net worth what? of Liberty Media Corp is at least throw a number out there. Uh, 25 billion, 30 billion, 22 billion dollars. It's a lot. They could afford Shohei. 
Well, yeah, you could probably just throw a. Of course, you could take you a could. waiver on Shohei. Any of could. <laughs> yeah, imagine, imagine having a net worth of twenty-two billion dollars. But- owns the Cleveland Guardians could afford it if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a net worth of twenty-two billion dollars, and you're the organization that's known for like, yeah, we we get shit done like on the cheap. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no reason. There's no reason to spend more if you don't have to. Like, if you can just go out there and, Are- and make shit happen for for less, like. All right. Do you, as an owner, sir, is that the wealthiest ownership group? What's the Rogers? Yeah, I thought Toronto might have been. Hold on. They've got to be. Blue Jays. Because there's nobody telling you. There's nobody telling you how how much more lucrative owning a big league team could be than than Liberty Mutual. Or Liberty fucking whatever media mutual. Liberty, <laughs> Liberty, Liberty. Mutual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Steve Cohen's net worth is sixteen billion. That's a lot of it's money. Not- They're saying Edward S. Rogers of the Toronto Blue Jays is eleven point five, and John C. Malone of the Braves is third at six point six. So I guess those are the people who own Rogers and Liberty. Oh, okay. Maybe. You know what? Oh my God. This I'm gonna rip my monitor off and throw it off my uh out of my attic. The fourth is Lawrence J. Dolan of the Cleveland Guardians. So <laughs> really thank you for investing that back into the ball club, big guy. Really appreciate it. Um the Dolans just a real pock. Pox upon <laughs> American sports ownership. Thank you. Thank you. Well, did you know that this deals. guy, this this guy Seedler, is the grandson of Mr. O'Malley, of the guy who signed of the O'Malley Group, of Mr. Signed Jackie Robinson, right? Walter O'Malley. He's the grandson of the guys who own the Dodgers. He comes from owners. He's oh. literally his dad was an owner. His granddad was an owner. Now he's an owner. So he's a, he's a nepo yeah. baby. <laughs> Nepo He's baby. Gotta, his wow. dad. You mean I gotta grow up and own a fucking team? Oh. <laughs> I just want to be like my dad and own a team. All right. Is it too much to ask? Or my uncle or whatever it was. The nephew of Peter O'Malley. Who's the guy who signed Jackie Robinson? I wonder what all those other nephews and nieces are up to, other than not owning ball clubs. <laughs> Not Probably real failures in the we, eyes of Mr. O'Malley. What do we got to do? Hang with them. Uh, any other? That's Manny Machado extension, San Diego Padres. I mean, that's well, I guess on the subject of the Padres, Joe Musgrove dropped a fucking uh, kettlebell on it today. So he'll he'll help this time. Yeah, that's a uh, how long save is that? that for an injury. I don't know. I mean, you break your fucking toe. There's nothing you can do. It's not like you can put it in a cast or something. You just tape it to the next toe yeah, and figure it out. Gotta, um, so you Darvish, around. Xander Bogarts, Tatis, Machado, and then Joe Musgrove is is in that conversation when you talk about significant long-term financial investments in your baseball team. I guess that's the thing, though. You can talk about all the money that the Padres have spent <clears throat> but they're uh, 
their rotation is obviously if there is a weakness to that team, that's the weak point. I always forget that fucking haters on that team. You know, like I, I tweeted the other night. I was like, when the fuck did the Padres sign Nelson Cruz? I just saw, I thought yeah. like I look wasn't he walking around the winter meetings like looking for a job? And then I was at the bar a couple nights ago, looked at the TV and Nelson Cruz got the fucking Padres hat on with the hoodie. I was like, is he just like helping out? Like, did he retire and he's like helping out the Padres? And they're like, no, no, no. They signed him no. too. Like, everyone's on the Padres. Everyone is on the Padres. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Matt Carpenter. Um, don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, signed Matt fucking Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. Mike, Michael Walker. Um, but to my point, you know, yes, they're, they're loaded from a talent perspective. Juan Soto, who is on the 2019 World Series champion. Uh, Washington Nationals called this Padres team the most talented team that he's ever been on. Uh, but you look at that rotation, <clears throat> you got Darvish, you got Snell, you got Musgrove, but you just lost Musgrove for we don't know how long. It's probably not going to be a significant amount of time, but you just lost Musgrove. So there's, so there's some question marks um, after one, two, three there. So we'll see how it pans out. But it's it's a literal all-star team. It, it They are the Monstars. Pretty good. I uh, the the NL West is a is a division to watch just because of the San Diego Padres now and yeah um the Dodgers like they made a, the Dodgers a, an underdog story. Well, and the yeah. Dodgers losing Gavin Lux, you know, it's not like Gavin Lux is <clears throat> banging thirty out the park and driving in a hundo hitting in the three hole, but Gavin Lux is a pretty important part, I think, to what the Dodgers are trying to do or continue to do. Yeah, and you're fucking it looks starting like they lost him for the year. Yeah, gone for the he year. He's gone for the year. Yeah. That's fucking terrible, That's man. That is terrible. Blew the knee out in a, what, rundown? Or trying uh, to I avoid think he was going first. Or, yeah, yeah, trying to avoid a tag. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, he's just hyperextended. Big, bigger yeah. bases. He's fucking <laughs> he done, done. That base, sucks. Joe. I felt so bad. Gavin Lux, um, he took a big step forward last year too. It wasn't like a sexy pop off the page sort of season, but you know he had like a three fifty on base percentage. I think he was like at or near the league lead in triples. Like there were some signs he led the there that, in triples. Well, especially because there know, were because be there were some struggles too. Yeah, well, I mean, he was terrible his first mm-hmm. two years, especially given the prospect yep. pedigree and like what Highly everybody thought talented. he was going to be coming up. Like I think he was a top five yep. prospect at the time of his debut. Um, but he looked like he was really coming into his own last year as a solid player. Sucks. Yeah. Especially when that sort of opportunity presents itself for a player. I can imagine that that's incredibly frustrating. Yep. We got Dustin Maybach. Maybach music. <laughs> we'll see him slinging that fucking red chat up there. Oh. We didn't do a predictions episode yet. We're going to do that as we get closer to opening day. But as. Yeah. Is anyone taking the Padres to win the division? Is everyone taking the Padres yeah. to win the division? Yeah, I think so. The only reason I might not is because I think I just came up with a nickname for Dustin May. <laughs> the fucking Red Ched Revolver. <laughs> I thought you'd go with Maybach music. I was fucking with that one, honestly. You like, you like it? You like Maybach yeah. music? All right. <laughs> yeah. The Red Ched Revolver. <laughs> the Red Ched <laughs> Revolver. I mean, that is fucking epic. You kidding me? Who needs a t-shirt? Red Shed Revolver. With that fucking... I'd wear oh, it. God. I'm a big fan. His fucking... Did you see that, that kid? 87 inches that, of H-break. Did you see that college kid? Uh, 
I don't want to butcher his name. No, you're good. Um, he's from the Dominican Republic, <clears throat> but he's a big boy. And oh. righty bat just fucking hits absolute tanks. He's got to be like 6'2", 350. <laughs> he's just a big guy. boy. So what's yeah, this guy's name? Keep, Find, I need a picture. I tweet out homers, and I've given him the nickname Big Tasty. And he hits. <laughs> look at this fucking guy. Wham! <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I I Send DM'd him on me. Twitter. I DM'd him on Twitter, and uh, WBU. Where is that? His name is uh, Arturo Disla. Arturo Disla. I could be pronouncing that wrong. Probably am. He goes to uh, <clears throat> Wayland Baptist University. I'm about to blast this a long way, motherfucker. You better look out. Yeah, and I have. I saw that. I saw that clip, Jared. I was I was checking out his Instagram, and that guy put on some freaking muscle, bro. I was going back to his old pictures. He beefed up like he he probably put on like a hundred pounds at least. (laughs) Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, (laughs) the the carab the carabas diet. Yeah. Yeah. Most guys just looking to pack on five to ten, you know, maybe fifteen in a good off season. I put on a hundred. I know. So I sent him a message. It's working. And I said, uh, I'm calling you big tasty from now on if you're cool with that. And he said, Don't worry, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) And I said, I said, perfect. You keep hitting bombs and I'll keep posting them. And he said, All right, I got it every week. I love it. I love it. Yes. Just you know, take out the context of Jared posting the guy's highlights and being like a baseball (laughs) national baseball guy, and think about it from the perspective of him just sliding in and being like, "Hey, guy, I'm going to call you Big Tasty." All right. (laughs) And he's like, "I'm into it." You keep that up. I'm into it. And if you you come on back, you come on back every week. All right, and I'll make it worth your while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Big Tasty is a real one. He is an absolute real one. <clears throat> so, yeah, whenever he hits homers, I'll be tweeting him. Um, I mean, I, I hope he makes it to the big leagues at some point because, <laughs> I mean, imagine just, you know, draft day, three, two, one, you're on the clock. The Oakland A's have selected Big Tasty <laughs> big out of Plainview, Texas. <laughs> Wayland Baptist. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I mean, you could you'll probably have a shot at the number one overall pick this year, Dallas. So I would say I your odds of. Uh, I be- oh, we, we, did, we don't have to. We don't have to. We'll just say this. I might have more lottery balls than other fans. Than most doesn't teams. Have to yeah. be said any other way. Doesn't have to be said yeah. any other way. That, that's based he's, on, he's, you know, my fandom of the Pittsburgh Pirates as well. Sure. Yeah. He. uh he was only following eight people the other day, and I was one of them. But now he's up to he follows twenty two people now. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just honored to make the cut. I'm honored to make the cut, and <laughs> the 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 confidence. You keep hitting bombs, I'll I keep posting them. All right, I got it every week. Every <laughs> no problem. And his See you there. His swing is so violent. <laughs> Bang. And he's, yeah, he's so cocky, like walking down. Oh man, the bat toss! He's got it all going. 
This guy is unbelievable. That's big tasty. Big tasty bad intentions right there. <laughs> big tasty with some bad intentions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta see all of his videos. I, let me see if I can find the other one. He might. I gotta let me check his likes. I bet you he likes it. He, big tasty. Likes to taste himself. Look at <laughs> bam. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. He doesn't never not know it's gone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I hit it. Yeah, it's fucking fell. gone. Yeah. Yeah. We're putting out big tasty merch. I'll give him all the proceeds. I don't give a fuck. I just, I just want to wear it. I just want to need to NI Do we need to NIL big tasty ourselves right now? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's should we do that? You know what? Why don't we do that? We'll just find random fucking college players to to just get behind. We'll rally for them. We'll fucking yeah. throw out a t-shirt and we'll nil them. Like this will be our fucking yeah. What is the yeah? Why not? What is the smallest amount of money you can send to become an nil like partnership? Oh, you do that shit for free. Is it just like whatever they're willing yeah. to accept? Or oh, hey man, I got a sticker. Oh, okay. You want to put that on your car? Well, like we <laughs> slap that on your backpack. Yeah, I don't have much to offer. <laughs> yeah, and in the way of money, I don't have so much to offer. But yeah, forgive me for not. Knowing. See, that's I'll why we need. Just, uh, we need. It. We need. This is it, Jared. I mean, my what? God, can somebody? Can I please somebody pay? We we get the we we lock in the deal with with Franklin, a batting glove company. We lock in the deal with them. We make the skull and crossbones. Uh batting glove merch and that's what we send to our players that we're NILing or we can have them put the skull and crossbone logo or our BID logo on like a glove or whatever and then boom that's I mean that's how we make that happen millions that's everyone makes millions what if they have to wear a skull and crossbones like Halloween mask every time they do a (laughs) post-game interview (laughs) yeah I'll love That'll that. get the brand out. Fucking better believe Absolutely. that. Yeah. What is what's N A I A? It's a league. What is that? It's a conference. It's a di- it's a division. Is it D one? It is N A I A. What does that Quite mean? Literally, that's it's N A I. It means it's not D one. It's not D two. The answer is no. not D three. It's N A I. That's stupid. All right, we need to get rules, we need to get we need to get Big Tasty to transfer to <laughs> Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. DM him right now. What's your GPA, bro? <laughs> I need this GPA. <laughs> see, see, now you're asking questions, Joe, that we don't need. You know, we don't even. That's no, it's irrelevant. Before that's we ink a deal, I need to know. What that's not relevant. relevant. We're trying to get him to like a top D one program so that we continue to market him. How about we leverage some of those connections we made during the college baseball interview tour? Yeah, and put them put them in touch with one of the you know what what the hell's Corbin doing right these now? Days, well, right. Well, I I still know all those coaches, so it's not like we don't know them anymore. Like I still know. Them. Right. No, I would assume, <laughs> even so. yeah. though they wanted to bury all the fucking awesome. Yeah, if you want to bury interviews with the top twenty five <clears throat> best college coaches in baseball, hey, that's your prerogative, not mine. But we still know these. Well, that's where where would I, he I didn't be? mean to have unearthed a sore spot here. Yeah. <laughs> huh. As as one of the greatest offensive threats in the country, I feel like Vanderbilt, obviously more known for their pitching. Where do you think would be a good fit for Big Tasty 
to slide into a lineup UNLV. that's kind of lethal. I'm going to say, what? UNLV, Vegas, Air, no. No, 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 no. Maybe no, the no, Buffs? No, no, he, no. USC, I got him sharing a lineup with Gavin Cassis. Sea level? Oh, Tristan's Have little bro, him? come on. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, why, why, why? Oh, my. Let's send him, let, come on. Let's send him to OU so he can just wait for uh, <clears throat> wait for the younger holiday kid to come through. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, another I saw Jackson. Jackson was talking about I don't even know his name. Jackson Holiday, who was the number one overall pick for the Orioles, was talking about his younger brother and how he's like bigger than he is. Ethan. 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 How old is he? Like 16? Yeah, he's a fucking animal. He now gets to play shortstop because his brother's gone. <laughs> it was play, one of those things. Like, where? sorry, man, you're you're really good, but yeah, you know, your brother's going to be the number one overall pick. So, class of twenty twenty five, six three one eighty five with absolute show hair. Oh yeah, and he's only <laughs> getting bigger and better. <laughs> Oklahoma State commit. Stillwater High School shortstop. Team USA is a gold medalist already. Look at those forearms. Jesus. Just like his daddy. God. Those jeans. Those jeans are no joke. Um, Just like uh, Comcast Xfinity is no joke when it comes Uh to uh, high-speed internet. There's so much, so much baseball to watch right now for spring training. It's crazy. Um, it can be hard to get a handle on all of it, especially during this time of year, especially when you're down here. Now you can stay on top of all the madness with Xfinity 10G network. That was actually supposed to be about basketball, but I made it about baseball. With Xfinity 10G, you can power an entire house full of devices with ultra low lag. So you and everyone you know can stream every single game at the same time and never miss a shot. And if you're on the go, Xfinity will still be right there with the assist with millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. Hallelujah. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash 10G. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Um, is there anything else that we want to hit? We did the pitch clock. We did my weight being an issue. I'm about to go to an Italian restaurant. Diet starts when I get back. Bad idea. Diet starts when I get back. Yeah. Um, pitch clock. Gavin Lux Machado. Are we missing anything? Big, uh, big tasty. No, I don't think so. I feel like that's. Yeah, the Musgrove thing we touched on. Musgrove. Uh, just if you're even curious as to what Otani looked like, uh, it was fucking disgusting. Blowing 98, some splits. Um, I did see that. The, w- the WBC is coming. 
And uh, if I well, so, and I'm gonna I'll say this. Fuji was featuring ninety seven, ninety eight himself. Cool. By the way, and speaking to see that coming, that's fucking. I, I like to see that. That's you nice. Do. It's been a while since the A's have had a guy blowing like that. I mean, Frankie Montas, obviously, but since before Frankie, it's it's been a hot minute since you've had a starter up there rushing it up there. Ninety eight. We get a special guest coming um, in regards to the WBC. Very special guest, first time guest. Yeah. Well, been a long time. We've been we've we've been reaching out to this dude. Yeah, got his number. Been texting. So now it's going to happen. Also, before we get out of here, Joseph, new baseball doesn't exist. Yesterday, uh, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like baseball's biggest weirdos, right? Mm-hmm. Some kind of. You didn't. Why didn't you include Dallas? No. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Unnecessary. Dallas didn't make the cut, bro. There's some weirder guys. Yeah. Far weirder. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's some weird dudes out there. Jimmy Pearsall. Red Sox legend. Legend, dude. That guy. Mm. That guy swore to umpire with a squirt gun on the field. Mm -hmm. He did. True story. Put him in an asylum. That's what happens when he broke. He broke <laughs> out. Fire. He broke out, man. You can't contain this guy. Mm-hmm. That's an inspiring story, dude. Going rookie year, you just go off the fucking rails to the point where they're like, "You're going to a mental hospital." You go crazy, and they just shock your brain, and you just come back and play like 17 more years, have a great career. Like that's pretty. It's pretty rare. It's yeah, very, I forgot that he was a big leaguer. Had no idea. They basically gave him him like an electric lobotomy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I forgot about the fucking Mount Rushmore. Do you want to do that next week? I know, Dallas, you got a a dinner thing. Yeah. 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 That's what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. That's the uh, Rangers. I have a controversial Mount Rushmore. Texas Rangers Mount Rushmore. Mine, (laughs) very controversial. (laughs) Controversial. Ooh. I have two Uh-oh. two pieces of that that are controversial. Uh oh. Yeah. Wow. That's a big tease well, for next can't wait. week. That is that's a yeah, big tickle. Big tease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Texas Rangers Mount Rushmore next week. A guest. I've reached out to two different individuals. I don't know which one we're going to get next week, but it's going to be at least one of them. Um. All right. Go watch on YouTube. Baseball doesn't exist. It's a good one. They all are. <clears throat> Jay, hey, any final thoughts? No, man, I'm excited for the predictions uh, podcast, though, coming up. That's going to yes. be fun. When that should we do that? Exciting. I mean, the 30th is the what, week, a Thursday? Like Mid March? Yeah. Right before opening, duh. 30th. 30th is a we, Thursday. All right. So we'll drop that on the week, the 27th. Yeah. A couple of days to digest. Mm. Yeah. Dallas, final thoughts? Uh, no, I, 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 I spoke my piece. <laughs> okay, Joseph? I spoke my piece too. Got a lot okay. off my chest. Okay, all right. Uh, diet starts when I get back from uh, spring training. <laughs> not going to be... Mixing a salad. I'm not going to be all a right. fat, yeah. fat fuck this. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> We'll pick up on Verlander and Scherzer 
in uh, episode 76. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jared, before we go, uh, look down real quick. That's where your toes would be. <laughs> but you can't see him, fatty. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.